Oh, hello, friends. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, thanks again to Joe Beamer for sitting in yesterday. I tried my best to help Joe Beamer out because he was trying to come up with the name for wingsuit, uh, what you jump out of that kind of looks like a you kind of look like a bat going through the air. And uh, I did volunteer that uh, um, I, I would take Beamer flying in in a small plane. Um, I, I didn't get a call from Joe saying he'd like to try that out sometime, Josh. I kind of feel like maybe the message didn't get through. No, he, he did say on air that he would fly with you. I, oh. I said so, too. Well, that's nice. But I, I got to get a supervisory pilot because, yeah. <laughs> like and, I told you, I'll be your eyes. Yeah, uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, talk about flying blind, right? Anyway, uh, it is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. So, um uh, thank you for the calls, by the way, on the area code. I honestly didn't think I was get get any. I didn't think anybody was going to call in on the whole area code thing. But it's just it's something that to me, it's just the, the times they are a change in seven one six is as a part of you as your fingernails are. Don't you ever feel that? We are 716 people. If you've ever moved away and you've moved back to Western New York, ah, the 716 again. It's almost mystical. It's almost holy. And I'm not trying to even hyperbolize this situation. 624. What's that nonsense? 716 has character. 624 is just so white bread. It really is. <laughs> if a number can be white bread, uh, 624 is white bread. 716 is cool. It even looks cool when you write it out. 716. It's just, it looks sexy. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, and then as far as telephone numbers, I remember very few people's phone numbers. Family members, Tim Wenger, and a few other, most of my friends, except Booker, most of my friends, I have no idea their telephone numbers. These are people I've known for years. I have no idea their phone numbers. Once you put them in as a cell phone contact, why would you need their phone numbers, right? But you just, uh, do you remember your hookup from 20 years ago phone number? The, uh, yeah, the, uh huh, uh huh. The, uh, you know, the little uh, booty call uh, phone number. I bet you remember that one. Yep. Josh is even smiling at that one. I don't even think I want to know. Anyway, uh, it is uh, 10 minutes after 3 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, I want to get into something else. I mean, I'll, look, I'll take area code calls and do you remember phone number calls. I'll happily take those pretty much anytime because I think it's kind of a fun thing to talk about. 716 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. But there's, there's something that I want to talk about. I've been really wanting to talk about it, and I'm, I'm going to try it today, and I hope that it works. Remember, David says I'm on the air four hours in a row. David is exaggerating somewhat because it's not really four hours, okay? And David makes it seem like you're going to get great radio. No, 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 no. All I promise you from 2 until 6 is mediocrity, okay? So if, if, if you think David is implying quality radio, no, no, no. I'm telling you it will be mediocre 2 to 6 here on News Radio 930 WBEN. A man's got to be aware of his own limitations, right? But I want to talk, uh, talk about the Buffalo Bills. But like I say, do I sound like Chuck Dickerson? Uh, no. 
Do I know the game like uh, Sal Capaccio or Shope or the Bulldog or Josh Schmidt, Josh Allen? Uh, that would be a big no. I do not. I know, however, a cultural phenomenon when I see a cultural phenomenon. And um, I was talking about this on the way into work with somebody in their 40s. Okay, So they remember the Buffalo Bills excitement that was the early 1990s, the Jim Kelly era, Andre Reid, that era, Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett, and we could go on and on and on, Steve Tasker, before he was a car. Um, all of these things, we remember all of, of these people. Okay, that was a very special time to be a Western New Yorker in the early 1990s. Can can we just say the Jim Kelly era of the Buffalo Bills without going through everybody every time, even though it could be called the Bruce Smith era, the Thurman Thomas era? I mean, whatever. But what is should we say the Marv Levy era? Uh, Now I'm confused, but. The glory years of the 90s of the Buffalo Bills would be the essential point. I remember those years because I was a 30-something talk show host who did morning drive at the radio station on which the Buffalo Bills broadcast could be heard. So every Monday was easy as pie for me. I would just do highlights, and then I would do highlights, and then I would do highlights. Because in Morning Drive, especially, your audience is always changing over. You always have a fresh crew. And I always felt, you know what? In this line of work, play the hits, play the hits, play the hits. And there wasn't a biggest hit. There wasn't a bigger hit in town than the Buffalo Bills in the Jim Kelly glory years. Um, Was it intense? Yes, it was intense. It was an amazing thing to be a part of, especially because the Buffalo Bills had not been a good competitive team for quite some time. And it had been many years since the hit heard round the world and Mike Stratton. It had been many years since those glory days of Buffalo Bills football, okay? But the 1990s were absolutely a special time. It was almost too good to be true. I remember talking to my brother Dick, who's been a longtime Buffalo Bills fan. I remember talking to him the day the Buffalo Bills made the appropriate moves that would assure them of Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett. It was right at that time. I'm doing some remote broadcast at the Boulevard Mall, but I'm talking to my brother about these moves that have been made by the Buffalo Bills. And he said, Tom, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. The Bills are going to the Super Bowl. Now, when as a little kid, you've grown up with teams that had really sucky records, okay, year after year after year, when you keep on hearing Ralph Wilson that no good, cheap SOB refuses to spend any money to bring any quality team in here. And then you'd hear people talking about the boneheaded things that the Bills had done over the years. Um, and the fact that uh, they had some star players, clearly, such as O.J. Simpson, Reggie McKenzie, all those guys uh, of whom you've heard much 
And, and by the way, it's guys like Reggie McKenzie um, who all these huge contracts that are signed today in the NFL, those big contracts were made possible by the National Football League Players Association job actions in the 1970s. Um, I saw Reggie McKenzie and the other guys who were part of the Buffalo Bills at that time walking a picket line at Niagara University. So these guys who get $20 million signing bonuses need to thank guys like Reggie McKenzie and the 1970s crop of activist players with the NFL uh, Players Association, truly. Because otherwise, it'd be a situation where the owners are making all the money, you're paying just as much for tickets, and the players get screwed. You know, it's called you know capitalism. Maybe maybe you can relate to that situation, but the excitement level. Can we talk about the excitement level of this glory time for the Buffalo Bills versus the glory time of the 1990s? And I don't know, and I'd like your feedback on this. I don't know whether it is the fact that we are living in 2022. And some things are happening right now. Like, it was just a couple of days ago, the Buffalo Bills went into Kansas City and defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. It's still fresh. It's still alive. Meanwhile, the Bills' glory year uh, years era, remember the Buffalo Bills, San Francisco 49ers shootout, Jim Kelly, Joe Montana on a Sunday night game? It was an air war, and it was eventually won by the Buffalo Bills. That also was very exciting, and the highlights ought to be up on YouTube or or somewhere. But it, it seems to me, and I, I could be wrong, and you tell me if I am, it seems to me that the excitement for this era, and in particular this season of the Buffalo Bills, may very well be trumping what we experienced in the 1990s. It is almost at a level. Um, okay, you remember remember the first year the Bills had their nucleus together and would eventually end up going to the Super Bowl? You remember that year? Okay. Well, Josh doesn't. I do. But it was, a, it was an amazing year to be in Buffalo and watch this team that had, hadn't been very good in the lifetimes of most of us suddenly set the National Football League on fire. It was amazing to hear a Buffalo Bill, Bruce Smith, number 78, publicly say, the road to the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo. He really said that. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo. Now, um, unfortunately, without naming any names or anything like that, um, there were some uh, stories that went around town about certain members of the Buffalo Bills. I don't want to hear these stories on the air because I don't feel like dealing with lawyers on the telephone. Let me simply say, as a general rule, there were some questions about the character of some of the players on those glory year teams. And I'll just stop it. I'll stop it at that, okay? When you call in, don't name names, or I'm going to have to cut you off the air, okay? I just I can't do that. But this Buffalo Bills team, with the exception of the whole Matt Ariza thing, 
which Matt who? Seriously? That doesn't that story seem like a million years ago. But this team, and maybe I'm wrong, it seems so incredibly likable. Now, Jim Kelly, ladies and gentlemen, the Hall of Fame, number 12, Buffalo Bill, Jim Kelly. He is a beloved figure in Western New York these days. He's beloved because he is obviously closely associated with the Buffalo Bills' four straight Super Bowls, all right? He's closely associated with revivifying a franchise that had lain dormant for so many years. Jim Kelly, however, when he first came to Western New York, was not a valued member of the community. Remember, originally, Jim Kelly did not want to be a Buffalo Bill. And I remember Rick Azar on Channel 7's Eyewitness News doing an editorial. It used to say editorial underneath it. And Rick Azar did this on-air editorial basically saying, Jim Kelly, you're going to be a Buffalo Bill. Deal with it. I remember, uh, to this day, I remember that. But um, uh, Jim Kelly was seen at first as a guy who did not want to be in Buffalo, as a guy who was a spoiled brat. In fact, many people don't remember this. I'm sure Jim does. But after Jim Kelly came to Buffalo, one of the local Chevy dealers gave Jim Kelly, gave him a brand-new Corvette. Just, you're Jim Kelly you're the Bills' savior and salvation. Here, enjoy this new Corvette. Would you believe a few games into the season, some idiot keyed Jim Kelly's Corvette? Uh, if Jim Kelly's listening, Jim, you know I speak the truth. You, <laughs> you were regarded by many people as brash, as somebody who didn't want to be in Buffalo, and people got upset with you. And they keyed the Corvette you had been given. I don't think they ever caught the person who did it. But there is a lot of animosity at one point toward Jim Kelly. My point is, Jim Kelly was not always held in the esteem in which we now hold him. I mean, Jim Kelly has been through so much adversity. Jim Kelly has done so much good for the community, including, by the way, falling in love with Western New York. Remember, he's a Pennsylvania boy. Didn't want to come to Buffalo, but came to Buffalo. Where does he live now? Buffalo. Where has he lived ever since he came to Buffalo? Buffalo. Uh, it's all about that with Jim Kelly. And Thurman had his issues, too. There was one case. And again, I, I've met Thurman Thomas. I've talked to Thurman Thomas. I think Thurman Thomas is a terrific guy. Absolutely, positively. But guess what? Like many young men who were NFL stars and prominent athletes, he had a lot of pressure on him. And one day, he didn't really handle the pressure very well when two young fans wanted an autograph or something. And Thurman said some things that I know he never would say now and regrets, I'm sure he regrets saying them, but it was a PR situation for the Buffalo Bills that they did not need. But I'm not saying anything bad about Jim Kelly or Thurman Thomas um, other than we, as much as we idolize those guys now, 
it wasn't always smooth sailing for them in the public eye in Buffalo and, and Western New York. But you know what What cured everything was winning. <laughs> when that team went out and won anything they might have done, yep, you know what, are they winning football games? Yeah. But these Buffalo Bills, when, when's the last time you heard the expression bickering Bills? You don't hear it. That is not this team. This team is the team that has karaoke set up in the locker room and puts out videos every week of guys who look like they really enjoy being with each other and who really enjoy entertaining and guys that are having a good time. And Deion Dawkins is as nimble a guy for his size as I've ever seen. What is there not to like about these guys? Josh Allen, could there be a more humble human being who always says the right things at the right time? I don't think so. You ever heard a scandalous story about Josh Allen? Uh, Nope. (laughs) Have you ever heard a scandalous story about Stephon Diggs? Uh, No. In in Buffalo, these guys have been great. And I, I do believe that that does speak to the culture Brandon Bean and the Buffalo Bills have have put together over many years at the helm of the organization. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate that the situation with the punt god had to mar that, but uh, eventually the Bills did what the Buffalo Bills had to do. But the excitement in 2022, guys, is it not different than what it was in the 1990s? Or am I just going through that unfairly comparing something that's fresh to something that's old situation? Let me give you the phone number, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And, of course, uh, your calls make it the world go round. By the way, it looks like uh, Lee Zeldin is holding his own in the governor's race against Kathy Hochul. And uh, I'll tell you, folks, don't, uh, don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. And every gun owner in New York State should be voting. Um, well, you know for whom you should be voting um, coming up. Now, the Buffalo Bills, is there more excitement now or does it just seem like that because it's fresher? Or do you not care? And so I've explained to you the reasons why I have to care. I'll get into those later on. But let's go to you. I hate keeping you all on on hold any more than you have to. Who's John on a cell phone? John, is there more intensity now or was there during the 90s glory years? Hi, Tom. Longtime listener. Love your stuff. Uh, This is a great uh, this is a great segment. I think, uh, well, I graduated uh, high school in the the early 80s, so uh, I think uh, we had had some different attitudes back then in the 90s as well, and there was a certain bravado to being a uh, famous sports figure, and uh, I think uh, that team took full advantage of all of that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with you, especially uh, Super Bowl week in Tampa. Ah, uh, yeah, and that uh, I think maybe that was part of the part of our downfall on that game. But uh, things are different. My daughters grew up uh, 
with a different attitude towards uh, high school, school, social, uh, social norms. And I think uh, the sports figures that are out there now, they've uh, grown up with the same attitude. There's different expectations. And uh, the front office is not taking any guff from, you know, when they, when they act up, it's, it's immediately on social media. It's immediately on Twitter. It's immediately on Facebook. Uh, this is true. Like uh, Chris Collinsworth's uh, very interesting call the other day, um, which I'm still trying to figure that one out. Did he really think people weren't going to notice that? I'm, I'm about 12 years old, so when I heard that, I was like, what? Are you kidding me? You did not just say that. Uh, but anyway, that's a different story for a different day. But uh, what you're saying, I, I think what you're saying, sir, is this Buffalo Bills team is more likable because they seem to be behaving better, and we're not hearing these dark stories about what they're really like. Oh, exactly. They've got to be. Uh, they've got to be right on it. They've got to be right on it with social media, and and you see every day on TikTok on Twitter that. Uh, they're coming out there and they're not acting foolish. They're acting like they've got a, uh, you know, they've got a, uh, a mission. Exactly. You know, I mean, Kennedy, if Kennedy was president in 2022, do you think some of the things that he had gotten away with, uh, would stay hidden? No, because he'd be 105 years old and they can't keep anything hidden. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, thank you very much, uh, John. I appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. All right, guys. Uh, there's a first-time caller, I believe. Do you guys think there's more excitement in the community now over the Buffalo Bills or back in the 1990s? Or do you think people are too excited over the football team? Do you think they're too excited over the football team? I've been dying to do this. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Here's Kevin in East Aurora. Kevin, you are on. Hello. Hey, Tom. Okay, I think uh, up the bill, and I think all post-sports teams have to pay back all taxpayers' money with interest. I think the stadium should be funded by the owners and the teams. And if a business can't be self-supported by its fan base, why does the taxpayers have to pick up the slack? Because no politician wants to be the politician on whose watch a professional football team left town. Um, I, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Why did they have to get to this point to begin with? Because the professional sports bring a lot of identity to a community. They bring a lot of revenue to a community. And again, um, you know, Caesar used to offer bread and circuses. Actually, it's literally shown in the movie Gladiator with uh, Russell uh, Russell Crowe. And no politician, whether it's a county executive or a governor of a state, wants to be the one who let the bread and circuses get away. Football players are modern gladiators, and nobody wants to take that away from the people. Then why can't the fans just pay for it all? Why does it, it should, The stadium should be on a referendum. It shouldn't be done just by the, the Queen Hoko when her husband's uh, conflict of interest because he runs it up, what, the uh, Delaware North? He's in charge of all the concessions? That's not a conflict of interest? 
No one brings that up? Uh, no, I, I actually don't believe that that is a conflict of interest. But the as far as the situation with the Bills, I mean, it's it's actually pretty simple. Uh, the there are a lot of team, a lot of places that would like an NFL team. Buffalo has an NFL team. Nobody wants to let that team slip away. There are people who are still cursed to this day for letting the Buffalo Braves get away. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And there was another politician several years ago, Dennis Gorski, back in the 1980s, famously said, um, the World University Games are more important to this community than the Buffalo Bills. And I don't think people have stopped laughing over that statement. But let's go to Phil in Lancaster. Phil, hello. Hello. Uh, I... I grew up with the bills i okay and i was it um in the 90s i was there at every championship game that's what we want we want the, the bills to be in buffalo for for the playoffs and it was great i went to the games at that time i had six children wish they were old enough that i could take them but they didn't understand it that much you know and the buy a ticket but now with the change with uh, with uh, cell phones and Twitter and all these things, it's a totally different situation. And back then, the players were, were fighting, but there was a lot of players that came here, like Bruce Smith and, 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 and uh, uh, Bennett and all those guys that didn't complain. And they all work together. And this team is so great nowadays. I am so happy that they they finally found a general manager like Polian and Bean nowadays that can find good players and they play so well together. Yeah, you know what? And you you look at the players who actually got drafted ahead of Josh Allen, and you can just scratch your head. How'd you like to be any general manager who didn't take Josh Allen? I can show you think about it. Probably like the guy who said the Beatles will never be anything because four piece bands are going away. Right. Yeah. Yes, and, and and there is it's the upper the upper echelon that can find those players. That they can and and can look at Bon Miller coming here. They can't, and Rams offered him money. Well, and he and, says no. I'm going to the Bills. Well, we'll we'll see what happens also with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and we'll see what happens with uh, the running back uh, McCaffrey. That's going to be is McCaffrey, right? And, and, and that's in bread and beans. You I know? mean, because the running game definitely uh, could use some help, despite some flashes by Devin Singletary. Uh, the the rushing game definitely need. We need a bowl. We like every other team seems to have this bowl that just always gets 15 yards, and we just don't seem to have a guy like that. Yeah, you know, I, it, you know, but they're they're winning. So, the, what they're doing is excellent, and I'm very God bless it. This makes I, I, it makes me so happy. I'm 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 sixty, you know, sixty five years old, and I've been waiting for them to be this good again. So, go Bills. All right. Thank thank you very much. Uh, so, if you're just joining us, welcome to the show. So, is is the 2022 version of the Buffalo Bills, is, is it generating more excitement than the glory years of Jim Kelly did? Now, again, 
Keep in mind, we always run the risk of having skewed perceptions because, hey, that game against the Steelers is pretty fresh. That win over the Kansas City Chiefs, that's pretty fresh. L.A. Rams, that that's pretty fresh. Um, the shootout Sunday night, Bills, Joe Montana, Jim Kelly, 49ers, um, that was years ago. Some of you might not even remember the game, uh, but... I mean, I, I remember even during the glory years, there was a Monday night football game, Buffalo Bills at Arrowhead against Kansas City Chiefs, and the Bills got rolled during the uh, 89 or 90 season. It, it was a Monday night game, um, and it was, uh, yeah, it was against the Chiefs, and I watched it at the Marriott in Tampa, and I was almost embarrassed. But again, these, there weren't the, uh, you couldn't buy jerseys as easily as you can now. Now you make a few clicks of the mouse and you can get Zubaz pants. You can get every jersey you could possibly want. I've got some Josh Allen jerseys. I've got a bunch of Von Miller jerseys. Um, not from them directly, but <laughs> might as well be actually. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I, this, this excitement over this football team. You know, as easy as it was for me and many of you to get very angry at the NFL a few years ago when they started doing all that woke nonsense, there is nothing I can think of that brings people of all backgrounds, races, um, identities. The one thing that brings everybody together in this area more than anything else. I'd like to say it's the Bowerly Radio Show, but it actually is the Buffalo Bills. And I've told you, the place where we go to watch the game, uh, the clientele is like 50% white, 50% are black brothers and sisters. And there's never an issue. Everybody is super cool, and you get a chance to high-five people that you might not ordinarily spend a lot of time hanging out with, depending on you know what your situation in life happens to be. But you high-five everybody, and it's it's super cool. So that's, that's an example, um, maybe not very lofty. Oh, at a bar, high-fiving, how elevated. But it makes me feel good. Okay, gang, is there more excitement now over the Buffalo Bills than during the Jim Kelly glory years? Or maybe you just are missing out on all this stuff and and you think the Bills suck and you don't care if they move and take the Sabres with them. 803-0930, let's go to Todd in uh, Elma. Todd, welcome to WBEN. Yes, sir. I think this group of guys want it for a different reason. I think they want it because they're competitive. Not saying the other guys didn't. But there was more fame and fortune and partying, and I, I think that their heart seems to be a little deeper in it. I think you're going to see these guys go farther, actually. Um, I certainly hope that you are right. And, you know, I agree, sir, that there is a totally different attitude from this team, and I think it starts from the top, Brandon Bean. It goes to uh, Coach McDermott. It goes through the coordinators, and it goes through the key players. There's a level of maturity that is present that, you know, you you don't have to wonder, are they taking this seriously? Do they understand what is at stake? I think they fully understand what's at stake, and maybe that Kansas City 13-second loss will end up being one of the best things ever to happen to the franchise because it taught them better clock management, and it taught them to bury people when you can. 100%. And honestly, I just think they're just, for their job, I think they're a little bit more professional 
and just their presentation, the way they prep and the whole shebang, not to get too deep into it, but, you know, I just think that they ready a little bit better too. So hopefully these guys can give the locals the excitement they've been looking for and life will be good. Well, I, I certainly hope so because, frankly, this area needs a win. And there are some people out there whose lives will not be affected in the least by the Buffalo Bills winning a Super Bowl. But for the vast majority of the population in this area, it would be a source of incredible civic pride and a sense of redemption, Todd, after four straight with a loss and after all of those crappy teams they fielded in the uh, between great eras era. All right. Uh, Thank you, Todd. I appreciate the call. Uh, What do you What do you think? Is there more excitement this this time around with the Buffalo Bills glory franchise? Now, here's here's the deal. You can hold on through the news. It's going to be about ten minutes, or if you want, you can call it about five minutes after four. Just know that I'm exactly like you. I don't like being on hold, so I'd rather tell you it's going to be about ten minutes on hold than have you call in and say, "Is this guy ever going to answer the phone?" You know, don't worry. We're never going to say, would you like to take a quick survey after your call with Tom so we know how he did? At least we're not doing that yet. Oh, I shouldn't have given them the idea. Oh, my. Okay, corporate's probably listening. They'll probably be next. Watch. What did I just do?